Yeah, chat. I mean, you could end up bringing the whole house down, you know? Welcome to our Weep There Yet, an exploration in education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime sunk cost fallacy. Just just get out. Don't put more time into it. It's not going to get better. But uh, one more, nope. one more episode. Nope. Come on, <laughs> no. then. It's just going to get worse. You're going to regret this. But use that this last time, cliffhanger. Use this time to better yourself. Learn a skill. Learn an instrument. <laughs> just stare at a wall for a while. I love this else. bit, but I don't know what you said. I don't know what that thing is. It's the, uh, I, I, I don't know if it's a financial principle, but it's the idea of like, I already put this much time into it. It's got to pay off oh. eventually, like gambling. All right. The more you know, we learn lessons here. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, and uh, we have someone else joining us uh, who will help us learn some new things. Uh, we we worked in the trenches of anime together. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they've still continued working in anime. We're joined by our friend Abby. Hello, hi, how hi, are you? Abby. Welcome. Thank Welcome you for joining to our us. Show. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry that uh, we're making you watch something incredibly cursed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as the title might tell you, listeners of uh, for this episode, we're watching Bleach, mm. and. I've talked about it a lot, at least on my other podcasts. I don't know if we got into it here. I Brendan? got issues with Bleach. Hold on, Brendan. You talk about Bleach a lot? No way. No Bleach way. <laughs> I never would have guessed. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely come up. <laughs> okay. It's just all a haze at this point. I lost the concept of time. Okay, listen. I have to say something. I'm just using my platform as a guest on the show Mm-hmm. To say, I want to congratulate Dana on being bold and brave enough to uh, defend Bo 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 because <gasps> oh I think that's <laughs> that's that is one hundred percent going to be me this week defending Bleach. Oh, thanks. I mean, I don't have any like emotional ties to that show. I just liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so brought on Abby specifically because uh, you recently got back into Bleach. Yes. And we stopped with the anime, whereas I kept reading the manga after the ma- uh, anime ended, and we got very different feelings about it as a series. Well, I read the manga, too, up to a point, but I dropped it during the final arc, so I never finished it. I, I kept going because I put so many years into it, and I figured it's got to pay off. No. Some calls fouls. <laughs> it has to. No. <sighs> God. All right. I, I warned... Everyone else on the show, listeners, uh, beforehand, like One Piece, they're going to have to put me on a timer limit and <laughs> cut me off because I might just start ranting. I'm just so. going into a blind rage. Yeah, so I have a stopwatch set up. I am ready. I am here to officiate your hatred. Uh, we are, we're, it's a sports anime this episode. <laughs> you got to fit everything into 10 seconds if you want to uh, rant seconds. about this. Oh, no. <laughs> It's a rodeo oh, it anime. It will come up a lot, but each burst we need to limit to ten seconds. <laughs> yes, like 
it's an, it's a rodeo anime. You have to wrangle me this time. I'm the bull. You gotta you gotta <laughs> corral me into my case. It's <laughs> I like I'm apologizing now because I do just go into a frenzy about it. Oh my god, I'm ready. I've been ready for this. I think you brought up the idea of doing an episode on Bleach like months ago, and I was like, oh, because I know exactly what you're talking about. I had to work <laughs> myself up to this point. Uh, Dana Dugan, do you have any experience with this godforsaken show? I've never watched it, but of course I know about it because it's been on for 26 seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Since the dawn of time. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, this is definitely, like, in my mind, like, the Naruto caliber of, yeah, it's everywhere. If you don't know anime, you probably heard Bleach mentioned at least once in your middle school. But uh, that's about all. Yes, for a long period of time, it was one of the big three of Shonen. Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. Mm-hmm. And Bleach was the first one to end of those three. And uh, uh, Which is yeah. which of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Um, <laughs> I would say One Piece is the Father, Naruto is the Son, and Bleach is the Holy Ghost. Because Bleach, <laughs> Bleach is technically done. It's dead. Uh, and One Piece is still going. So it's like the Father. It's, it's oh. the Alpha and Omega. It'll exist before and after our bodies. Wait, I'm so sad. I thought you were making a pun by calling it the Holy Ghost because of what Bleach is about, but that might be spoilers, so never mind. <laughs> I mean, kinda. I'm not that Accidentally. clever. <laughs> Any humor I do is purely accidental. Hey, same. It's okay. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a big one, and uh, like we've mentioned, it's coming back. So the anime ended while the manga kept going. And now they announced in 2021 they're going to restart the anime. Not reboot it, I think, but just start where it left off and continue uh, where the anime stopped. So they're going to try and make an anime of all of the canon manga. And probably seven more filler arcs. But (laughs) Sorry, already getting (laughs) Listen, I'm actually excited. (laughs) Well, someone is. (laughs) I'm happy for you, Abby. Thank you! (laughs) So yeah, uh, uh, at what point did you get into Bleach? Uh, since this has been f- around forever, was this something that like helped you get into anime? Was this something early on you latched onto, or uh, are you a latecomer to this show? Um, for me, I've kind of been a big dweeb for a while. Like I started with Pokemon, not realizing what anime was because I was a child. Um, Sailor Moon, Tokyo Mew Mew, specifically the Bad Four Kids dub of Tokyo Mew Mew. Yeah. Which yeah. I loved your episode on that one. Um, Zoe and, and then Mark. I caught yes, Zoe lettuce. and Mark, <laughs> <laughs> my girl lettuce, lettuce pudding, mint. <laughs> we love these girls. Um, but I caught Bleach on Adult Swim. I think I was like 10 or 11, which is arguably too young to be watching Bleach. You're but <laughs> so I started watching, it's literally the only anime other than Cowboy Bebop where I prefer the English dub simply for nostalgia. Um, because mm. every other time I'm strictly a subs girl. I know I shouldn't say that because I work in dubs, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I started watching it on Adult Swim when I was like 10 or 11. I don't know where my parents were. And <laughs> then they I. They were in bed. It was Adult Swim. Exactly. They were asleep. <laughs> they would have swatted tra- that anime out of your hands. No. <laughs> Bleach is a gateway anime. Um, because <laughs> then after that I got into more anime. And it just spiraled from there. But yeah, and I started reading the manga around 12 or 13 in middle school. Like, openly reading manga in school, but somehow didn't get bullied for it. Uh, So yeah, that's my journey with Bleach. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh boy. Uh, yeah, pretty much the same. Caught it on Toonami or Adult Swim one night and just kept riding the wild ride, chasing that wild dragon high of anime. And boy god. Boy god. boy god. <laughs> boy god from Gamer No Game or whatever the anime was. Gamer No Game. <laughs> Are you game. out there? Oh my was god. Game. No Game No Life? Is that what you mean? That is what I try to. That wanna, show is bad. I hate that show. It I is bad. I want to remember absolutely nothing about that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but yeah it's uh the anime for bleach started in 2004 i think 2006 mm. yeah, 2004 yeah so it's been almost two decades disgusting it's a lot it's, it's <laughs> too much it's by far too much yeah so. i believe the day this or not the day but like the week this episode comes out is the 19th anniversary of bleach Yes, the anniversary yeah. of the manga, I believe. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Bleach can almost legally drink and try to repress all of those memories of its adolescence, like we all do. <laughs> <laughs> gotta suppress. <sighs> gotta, gotta get rid of those memories. So, but yeah, let's uh, let's forget by watching some more episodes. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we're gonna be watching the first three episodes. Ancient Soul Eater. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> Pr- pretty much, yeah. <laughs> the predecessor. The original. <laughs> Grandpa Soul Eater. Papa Soul Eater. The Holy Ghost. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Holy Ghost. Right. Oh, God. It's, it's, a lot, it's a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I, I really had fun. I know that I rewatched this like at the start of quarantine. Not all of it, but most of it. And I was still, like, pumped to watch the first three episodes again. <laughs> well, I'm very yeah, happy. This... Again, very happy for you, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Based on all the moody art I've seen of this, I always... This was goofier than I thought it was going to be. It was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got uh, angst in the art, mostly because um, the creator, uh, Kubo, just loves, like, character design and fashion. So mm. he draws the characters in a bunch of different outfits, like we see uh, in the opening and stuff. That just it never. It, it, there's no reason for it, it, but you see a lot of like stills and uh, prints and stuff of just them in very like high end fashion stuff or like streetwear, and it's like it looks great. But yeah, it really gives it an angsty feel, and it's it's at least in the beginning, it's a little sillier than that. I mm. really like Kubo's art style, um, especially in the beginning. You see it change a lot throughout the manga, and by the end, it's a little bit more generic and like softer lines, but. In the beginning, and especially the anime reflects that, his style's really, like, graphic and angular and cool and doesn't look like traditional anime, and I really liked that, and that's kind of one of the things that drew me to him. (laughs) Drew me to him. (laughs) 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 But, so, I really liked that, but definitely watching it in 2020, it feels like a product of its time. Like, it definitely looks like an anime from the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. I was like, mm, I, so many doodles on backs of notebooks of this art <laughs> style. Pointy chin. Absolutely. <laughs> so sharp. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, I was surprised that we got the opening, like, right off the bat, that there wasn't, like, a cold open kind of thing. Yeah, surprisingly rare that 
we've noticed that with anime. Yeah. And I also, um, the, the song was like really low key, kind of. Like it was like a bop, but it was also like really chill, which I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Bleach has some of the best openings in anime. I'm not just saying that because I enjoyed it and I'm nostalgic for it, but like Asterisk, the first opening song, low-key slaps. <laughs> yeah, that, that is one of my like few compliments for Bleach is the music has always been very on point. Mm. One of uh, Paul's favorite jokes to make, we pass time by watching like uh, best anime openings of the decade videos on YouTube. And there's always, there's, yeah, there's always this one from Bleach. I I don't remember which number it was or whatever, but every time it shows this one character, Paul is always like, oh, Dana, that guy's sword just gets longer. (laughs) That's his whole power. And he says that every time. (laughs) Oh, is he he talking about Gein? The guy with the mask, I guess. I don't really, does he have a mask? No. I don't retain anything. I'm very sorry. No, you're fine. We won't get into them in the, these three episodes, but yeah, it's no. like it's like a little like foot long sword, and it goes to like a thousand foot long sword. And that's yep, it. he said he said the first power is that it gets longer, and then the second power is that it's it like gets really longer. Long. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to Bleach. Mm, um, great. Okay, so we see like some dark clouds over some mountains, very ominous, and then like there are like dark forces coming out of places. And there's, like, voiceover of, like, angsty, mysterious things that I didn't write down. And then we see a girl with black hair standing dramatically. And she's like, I sense strange spirit energy. And then she lifts off. Um, what's her name? Rukia? Rukia. Yeah. Rukia. I stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we see the main boy, Ichigo. Strawberry boy. He's out here beating up some randos because they knocked over a flower vase while they were skateboarding, I guess. Can we agree that he's straight up beating up undercover cops? Because these guys are like 43. How do you know like, exactly. yellow teens? <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're so much more detailed in their faces than Ichigo, who's 15. Yeah. Hey, kids, I'm looking to score some narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, even Ichigo doesn't look like he's 15. He looks like he's 25. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the anime curse. Yeah. Um, and then he explains that the flower vase was for a dead kid. Uh, so that's why he's mad. And then the, the randos run off. And he's like, oh, I brought these flowers here today, but I'll bring more tomorrow. And there's a ghost girl that he can see, apparently. The boy sees ghosts. Ghost. And it was so funny to me. He's like, I'll bring you more flowers tomorrow. And then she's like, oh, I'll finally rest peacefully. And I'm like, why? Because he beat up some 40-year-olds? <laughs> what did that do for you? <laughs> she was an eight-year-old girl that loved beating up teenagers. <laughs> and she's like, I can finally rest at ease. <laughs> I died before I could go to florist school. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then Ichigo introduces himself, and he's like, I'm a 15-year-old high school student. But the way they say it in English is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so good. He's like, he says, I'm 15, so I'm a high school student. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess so. Um, and then his family runs a medical office, um, and he walks through the door, and his dad just beats his ass. Because <laughs> he's late for dinner. Um and uh, they yell at each other about seeing ghosts. Um, and then they're just going at each other. 
Uh, and then there's another girl with black hair, not Rukia. This is uh, Karen. I know they say Karen. 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 <laughs> um, she was speaking to a manager at the time, so it makes sense. <laughs> well, he has two. So he has two sisters, her and another one that is always holding a soup ladle. Yuzu. Yuzu. She likes to cook, apparently. Yeah, they're twins. They don't look like it, but they're twins. Oh, polar opposites. Um, so while uh, him and his dad are fighting, um, Karin tells him that there's a new ghost behind him. And uh, she's like, whatever, I don't believe in ghosts. And then Yuzu is like, but you can see ghosts too. And she's like, so? Doesn't mean I believe in them. <laughs> I'm in denial. I love Karin. She's one of my favorite characters for no explicable reason because she's so minor. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the sass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ichigo decides to go to bed without eating dinner just because his dad is being annoying. They ha- He has a... Is that actually his mom? Like that poster that his yes. dad has on the wall? Okay. Yes, is she that's dead? Mom. Yeah. Yes. Big rips. Very dead. <laughs> She's incredibly dead. Okay. She's Wait, like super dead. protagonist? <laughs> I know. Shocking. Um, so um, he goes to bed and we hear his family talking about him and apparently he's been seeing more ghosts than usual. And then it's the next morning, and there's, like, a news report. Something happened. It looks like a big disaster, an explosion or something. Um, and Ichigo sees the newscast, and he's like, that's near here. But that doesn't really lead anywhere. Um, <laughs> he goes to take new flowers to the ghost girl, but gets distracted by a, a big old monster. Um, and then I was confused, because I thought it was a flashback, because the girl was the ghost girl but she looks like uh tangible now she wasn't like transparent anymore yeah they just they drew her i guess as transparent the first time to show that she was a ghost and this time the monster can interact with her so they drew Uh, like her whole body i guess Uh, but yeah it was it's present day it wasn't a flashback yeah it's present day i I actually pick up it was the same person so uh Oh no, I actually wrote in my notes the first time she appeared because I know what happens. I wrote Chekhov's ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, so So that's what he did with that gun. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Oof. Um No. So so then Rukia comes to save the day with her big sword. Thank goodness. Um <laughs> and the explosions from earlier were caused by the big monster. Um, and then it's later that day, and Ichigo is laying awake in bed, thinking about Sword Girl. Um, Aren't we all? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and he sees a butterfly outside, and then Rukia appears in his room. And she's looking around, but not talking to him. Just, like, acting like she doesn't even see him. And then he knocks her down, and she's surprised, because normal humans can't see her. So he must not be normal. Ah. <laughs> Oh no, this is a protagonist room. Quick, get out before <laughs> Shit, I get scatter. sucked into his story. <laughs> Truly, that's all this is, huh? Um, yeah. This was hilarious to me too. There are just some lines in the dub that I'm just like, what? He, He's like, who are you? And she's like, you want to know who I am? I'll tell you. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Great. No secrets here. Please continue answering my question. No, I. This is one of the reasons why I love Bleach. It's just so earnest. It not. It's not always good, but it's so (laughs) earnest. (laughs) Every character says exactly what they're thinking. 
<laughs> um, so she says that she's she's a soul reaper, and she, that's it for now. Uh, she doesn't really explain further. Um, and then we see the ghost girl getting chased by a monster. The same monster, I guess? No. It's a different monster now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and... Uh, so that was like a cutaway. And while that was happening, Rukia explains what a soul reaper is to Ichigo. So of course we don't hear her explain it. We hear Ichigo retelling it to her. So you're telling me. You're telling me (laughs) that you're here to fight monsters. And that's pretty much it. There's a longer explanation. (laughs) She explains, she explains whole souls, which are good souls, like the girl Mm -hmm. ghost. And, uh, hollow souls, which are bad souls, the big demon boys. Um, and he's like, well, okay, I don't believe you. And then she paralyzes him with a spell. Um, I don't believe you. I just saw you defeat a massive demon earlier today, but I don't believe But you. I don't. You're a girl. I don't believe you. <laughs> Get out of here, girl. I have to say, though, really fast, like, I love the way that Ruki explains things with these really childish drawings. Of like yeah. cute animals, and uh, watching this episode alone, and and both like all three of the episodes, there are so many iconic early two thousands memes that came out of these episodes. Like the the spar- the part where she draws a mustache on Ichigo's face was mm. like a reaction mm-hmm. image used a lot in the early two thousands. Like it's just so nostalgic. Uh, messaging boards. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she tells him that she's lived. 10 times his lifetime. So she deserves respect. And I'm like, you're right, girl. Um, and then, uh, she sees the ghost that was like following Ichigo when he got home earlier. And she says that she sends him to the soul society, which is a good thing. Cause he's a good one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he gets to go home. I don't know. <laughs> um, and this is when she explains the good soul, bad soul thing, and he makes fun of her drawings, and that's when she he draws the mustache. She draws I'm I'm losing it. <laughs> it's okay. Brendan's it's going here. to lose it. <laughs> Fucking soul society bullshit. I'm um, surprised you haven't jumped in already after right. after Dana was like a better place because you rant to me about that all the time. Biting my tongue. Biting okay. my tongue. He's uh, waiting. Are you sure? I have a stopwatch right here. You have your platform. Tempting. Uh, the, the fucking Soul Society's bullshit because it's like feudal Japan and people go there. <laughs> they end up just being poor scavengers on the side of the road. So it's not heaven. It's just you go back to feudal Japan and you fucking suffer for eternity. It's not good. There's nothing good about it. I'm done. And stop. Okay. Soul Society sucks ass. Wow. <laughs> Secret bad. Um, so... Uh, soul Reapers send the good souls to the Soul Society, I guess, to just live as slaves for the rest of their lives. Afterlives. <laughs> <laughs> um, slaves to they... capitalism. <laughs> Am I dead? Uh, yes. Oh, is this the Soul fuck. Society? Gotcha. We're in bleach. This is hell. <laughs> Shit. Um, and they exercise the bad ones. So um, our ghost girl from before is still being chased by the bad demon, um, and he smells the Soul Reaper. <laughs> A smelly smell. A smelly smell. A smell smelly. <laughs> um, and then Rukia is like, oh, I can sense that there's a demon nearby, but I can't detect its exact location. And then Ichigo is like, oh, what's that loud howling? 
and then she hears it after. So he heard the demon first. So, oh boy, who's this kid? He must be extremely <laughs> powerful. Who's this upstart? Such <laughs> ear strength. Who's this, who's this Luke Skywalker mastering everything <laughs> as soon as he touches it? Um, so she goes out into the hall and she sees Yuzu and she's all beat up. Um, and she says, before she passes out, she's like, Ichiko, you have to save her. Um, and then we see the big demon thing is trying to take Karen. Karen. Sorry. Karen. Karen. (laughs) Um, oh no. And then he tries to break out of the spell, but Ruki is like, you can't do that. You're going to damage your soul. But then he does it anyway. Because, oh my God, he's so powerful. It's impossible. Um, and he runs to attack the demon, but the demon just smacks him out of there because he is a 15-year-old child. <laughs> Bitch. Um, I just then... love the juxtaposition of, <laughs> oh, shit, he's so strong. So and then good. immediately gets thrown across the street. <laughs> Welcome to reality, big boy. Bam. <laughs> um, <Hey>, shit. <laughs> and then Rukia is like, oh, it's looking for a specific soul. And then Rukia says to Ichigo, he has strong spirit energy, of course, and now his soul <laughs> is exposed, and the big demon guys are coming after him. Uh. No. <laughs> uh. um, and then the demon comes back, and Ichigo is like, okay, I'm ready to fight it this time. And then um, Rukia is like, you still can't fight it. You don't have a weapon. So she has to save him. Um but then she's injured from attacking it. And she's like, that was so irresponsible of you. What's your problem? Take my sword. <laughs> uh, so she offers him the sword to fight the big demon. And in order to get its power, she has to stab him with it. Right. Of course. Naturally. And she's yeah. like, I can't guarantee that you'll live, but... Mm. And he is also like, okay. <laughs> uh, you can either... Definitely die or possibly die. Your choice. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so uh, he he takes the stab, and there's so much spirit energy bursting out of this that it cuts off one of the big demon's arms. So um, strong. And then uh, he has like the he has the outfit on the Soul Reaper outfit on. He's he's a Soul Reaper now, I guess. He's got the power. Um, and. Ruki is sitting there and she's like, I only wanted to give him some of my power, but he took most of it. And I'm just like, dude, that's so fucking rude. That's a high school boy for you. Man, am I right? (laughs) You give them an inch and they take a mile. Am I right? (laughs) Um, And it, she's like, she's like, what makes him so powerful? And I'm like, girl, same. This kid fucking sucks. Um, and this was oh my god she's watching him fight with his sword and she's like I've never seen a soul reaper with such a huge sword and I'm like oh come on (laughs) that's a little on the nose don't you think bleach (laughs) and also remember he's 15 can we not (laughs) especially when you say she's 10 times older than him Listen, that didn't even occur to me, but um, <laughs> it's because later on in the series, it's explained the reason why his sword is so huge. It's because his spiritual power is just completely uncontrolled. So it's just in its released form constantly, and it's not supposed to be. And I don't know if that makes that any less of an innuendo <laughs> now that I'm saying it. Like oh, Deku so his and- soul count is so high. That's fine. Ah. <laughs> 
like Deku in game. Hero Academia before he learns to control the one for all. Yes. Yeah, this, this is New Game Plus for HBO. He's already got all the <laughs> upgraded gear. Perfect. Um, and then after that, he fights the big demon. And at this point, I was like, this feels like it was written by a teenage boy making a self-insert OC. Because it's like, yes. oh, yeah, he's got these amazing, huge powers. And he also has a giant dick. And girls just fall in love with him. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that's it's- pretty much the first episode. It's a product of its time, for sure. I think it's because this stuff was a little bit less passe when it was first being done in the manga, and it's so foundational to the shonen genre now that we've seen this repeated over and over and over and over. Yeah, I, I'm just not, uh, I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> overpowered boys who are just, they just swoop in, especially when the person they swoop in, like, and meet is a girl and she's like really good at it. And then all of a sudden he shows up and she's like, Oh my God, he's amazing. <laughs> what? Well, to be fair, the only reason she like gets put in that position is because like an idiot, he like tries to get the hollow's attention away from his sister and she throws mm. itself in its mouth because it was going to eat him. And that's literally her job to protect humans and good spirits. So True. the only reason why that happened to her was because he was being a freaking moron. Well, it just goes to show I don't like him. <laughs> also, to be fair, Kubo is not a good writer, so hey, it's a bad story. Ha- oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Let's not. Anyway. Um, that's too much. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Don't worry. In this next episode, we don't have a boy uh, saving a bunch of girls that are in love with him. So uh, we start episode two. Uh, Dad attacks to wake him up. And uh, he's like, uh, why, why isn't anyone hurt? What happened? No one remembers the monster attack from last night. And they all think a truck crashed into the house and miraculously no one was hurt. Cool. Uh, we'll leave it there for now. Um, so we go to school and Ichigo runs into, uh, two of his classmates, uh, Tatsuki and Odahime, two girls who definitely don't love him. Um, so Odahime, uh, runs off cause she's all embarrassed cause she crashed to the floor. Tatsuki is the, uh, feisty one who uh, tells him he's, yeah, the, tells, that he's an idiot and is more uh, resistant to his bullshit. <laughs> She's um, in love with Orihime, and that's what I've decided, and that's all that um, that's all that I'll accept. No, you have yeah, no idea. I correct. actually, I actually was messaging Brendan when I was doing my initial rewatch, and I was just like, Tatsuki and Orihime. Tatsuki deserves better. <laughs> mm, it's mm-hmm. true. Uh, so we are, uh, we see him in class talking about the truck crash. And, uh, what I, I can't gloss over one of the yeah. classmates, Chad yeah. is yeah. 18 Chad. feet tall. Yeah. Chad. Paul loves what? Chad. I Chad love is so good. Chad. Chad is, Chad is the best boy. I'm biased because I'm half Mexican and Chad is Mexican. And I think that's mm-hmm. the first time I've ever seen an explicitly Mexican character in manga and anime. So I just latched on. Chad is just a big old himbo and I love him. I love gotcha. him, and he, he calls his grandfather abuelo in the dub and everything. It's great. It's very good. That's good. I, in this, just being so giant, and he says, like, one threatening word of, like, I'll help you clean up. I was like, oh, villain? Cool, villain. Got it. So I'm no. glad he's not, because no. I was like, this is... It, 
Is this just a very poorly disguised ghost? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. He's possessed a body that makes and sense. he's giant. He's a sweetheart. There's a whole episode about him like trying to save a bird. Wow. Why didn't we watch that one? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I need more chat in my life. Damn right you do. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, they're in the classroom talking about last night when a new student, transfer student, comes in. Who? Oh, it, who could it mark be? Mark it on the bingo card. And this is a new girl. Uh, uh, her name is uh, Rukia? What? Never. Who? Never. Homest? Oh, I, really, I, I don't know. Uh, I really wanted it to be a hollow, like in a school uniform, like, oh, oh. Just like <laughs> full demon. Hi, I'm here to learn. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, it's uh, uh, Rukia, and Ichigo is like, all, all right, let's let's discuss. What the fuck? What the fuck? Um, and uh, they go outside, and she's like, hey, you took all my powers, you asshole. Now I can't go home, so I live in this shell of a body now. <laughs> Thanks for that. Sick. Uh, so uh, she has to blend in and pretend to be human. Um, and uh, since he absorbed all of her powers, he has to take her place as the Soul Reaper. And he's like, mm, no, uh, I fought that one time because it was my family. I don't care about anyone else. Uh, but uh, she takes his soul out of his body so they can go on a mission. Uh, so they go to a park and they see a little boy being attacked by a spider thing. Just a lot of insectoid ghosts. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's also just a lot of casual destruction of this town that everyone seemed to be fine with. Like, oh, I guess just a gas vein exploded. <laughs> Not yeah. again. Just daily explosions. And everyone's like, hmm, no underlying issues to address. Perfect. Great. Good stuff. We shouldn't move. Yeah, no, this is fine. Um... So yeah, uh, uh, is like, okay, uh, if you don't give a shit, I guess you're gonna stand idly by and watch this boy die, or you can save him, and then you're honor-bound, uh, by the duty of being a soul reaper to do it every time, so it's up to you. But this, uh, he- this reminded me of Madoka Magica, mm. where QB, QB is just like, you gotta become a magical girl or all your friends are gonna die. Yes. <laughs> real quick, just real quick. tripping just sign this paperwork please thank you ricky is just such a badass like <laughs> i really missed her oh my gosh um <laughs> like how she's just like oh you don't want to be a soul reaper huh let me come take you to this park to watch a child die <laughs> <laughs> just I mean, watch this poor boy get eaten technically he's already dead but you know you know what i mean like yeah, extra yeah. die super dead <laughs> double dead dead times two <laughs> Uh, so, uh, of course, Ichigo is like, no, I'm my own man. I'll do whatever I want. I'll save people because it's my choice, not because I have to. Uh, so he has an edgy little moment where he's like, I'm a loose <laughs> cannon. I'll play by my own rules. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but, uh, he slays the beast and, uh, 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 stamps the kid's forehead uh, so he has postage to get into the next afterlife. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, no, that was a fluke. You get that one. But I'm still not going to do it. Um, what if Ichigo did let him die again? What if he's just like, alright, fine. Let's watch this kid get murdered. I mean, Bleach <laughs> wouldn't be over 300 episodes long. 
Oh, God. A dream. <laughs> you would be free, Brendan. Be free oh, sliding bird. doors. <laughs> uh, so, uh, after the park, uh, we see that night uh, a, a soul is watching Odahime study, and uh, he's just creepily floating up in the air. But uh, he's abducted by some hollows. And then a, a creepy voice uh, VO monster is like, mm, some vague cryptic bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, they they monsterify this soul. Uh, so uh, the next day, uh, walking down the street, uh, Ichigo and Rukia see that Odahime was just hit by a car. <laughs> just a casual hit and run. Yeah, she's just... so unlucky. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had another orange-haired person to take care of me. <laughs> oh uh, my god! So, <laughs> so uh, they run to her, and she's like, "No, it's fine. I, I, I probably hurt the car more than it hurt me." She's just so deferential about it. Uh, and uh, Rukia's like, hey, that bruise on your leg, is that from this car? And it's vaguely, like, ghost hand shaped. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, probably. Uh, well, anyways, I'm too bashful to hang out with you, so goodbye. And runs away. <laughs> so uh, uh, we see uh, Ichigo tells Rukia the backstory of Odahime. Uh, because uh, she's been living on her own since her brother died uh, in their family clinic. So he's sort of uh, feels close to Odahime because uh, uh, she went through so much trauma about her brother who died at his family's place. So they're sort of linked through that. Uh, and Romantic. Yeah. Shared trauma. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I'll, I'll cheer you up. Y'all ever uh, seen the movie uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer? No. No. Oh, okay, never it, mind. <laughs> heard hmm. is good, though. It was interesting. <laughs> uh, so uh, Ichigo's uh, uh, Rukia after this is like, hmm, I, I have to go. I have to be cryptic. Uh, uh, you can't oh, wait, see my wait. house. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, Hold on, so- I feel like I have to explain myself. That wasn't irrelevant. <laughs> um, it also involves uh, the death of a loved one in a hospital and then someone who has to pay recompense for it. So I was like, is Ichigo going to have to pay recompense to Orihime? Mm-hmm. Worse, he's going to drag her into his bullshit. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we <laughs> we don't get her story. What is this? Who is she, a protagonist? Ha! Huh. No. We get we get her story light. Yeah. Light. Yeah. <laughs> For now. We get the sidekick story. Uh so uh Ichigo's sister, uh later that night he's in his bedroom. She comes in, she's uh, like, I'm missing so many clothes. What did are they in here? Where where are they? And uh we see Rukia is living in his closet in secret and is stealing her clothes. But uh she gets a notification that there's a, a hollow nearby seconds before it crashes through his wall. So a very good effective warning system. I actually, in my notes, wrote Snape has arrived because the hollow looks like Snape to me mm. from Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. It is close. Yeah. It's got the long hair. And it's got the snake body. Yes. Uh, so, uh, 
Uh, he fights off this monster. He uh, hits it in the head and cracks like its skull, but he sees a familiar face underneath. It's Orihime's brother. Oh, <gasps> Nani. He's, he's been monsterfied. <laughs> Uh, and Rukia's like, hmm, yep, this is why you attack from behind, so you don't see their identity. <laughs> so and don't get it's like, oh, hey, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, all hollows are souls that were, like, corrupted, either through uh, uh, their, like, unfinished business or uh, regrets about their lives or things. So if you kill a hollow, you are actually killing a person you may know. So... Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> the Madoka Magica similarities continue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think technically you're like cleansing them, but yeah, you're still like stabbing a dude that might have been your like mailman. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. You're technically releasing them from being tormented monsters, but you still gotta, uh, as she says, stab them in the head. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that that's rough. Uh, uh, so we see, uh, Tatsuki and Orihime are having dinner at Orihime's house. Uh, Tatsuki is definitely wearing potleaf pants. And I thought that too. <laughs> I almost wrote that down, but I was like, I don't know. Is that appropriate for the podcast? <laughs> Tatsuki uh, It is when I'm talking about this episode, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but, uh, 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 as they're having dinner, uh, some, ghostly shit happens just <laughs> poltergeist stuff uh yeah. things are knocked over teddy bears are ripped open and that's where we leave episode two Ooh. Ooh. it's interesting that they bring up the whole hollow identity thing with the mask breaking open and him seeing the person inside it'd be a shame if we ever saw that again oh well <laughs> too bad oh boy Oh my, god. oh my gosh, you're so the show. You're so bitter. <laughs> I mean, I do like Ichigo's dad. He is a crazy whimsical character. I would really enjoy knowing any backstory to him that actually contributes to the overall story. Too bad that won't happen. Listen, anyway, we, we... I, I, I didn't have my stopwatch open, but I think you're done. <laughs> I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Half of this podcast won't understand what you're ranting about, Brendan. Oh god. For anyone who has followed with Bleach, like, you get me. I hope so. <laughs> I, I like his backstory, so. and I like seeing more about Masaki. I'm like, it's not good, but I'm just here for a good time. It, oh, it causes valid. more questions than answers. <laughs> it's, uh, I got problems. <laughs> I know. It's, it's because I sunk all the time into it is why I'm so angry. If I just dropped it when I didn't like it anymore, I'd be fine. Yeah, I dropped it, and I think that's this, uh, made all the difference. This is my own... This is my own mistake. This is what I have to deal with. <laughs> yeah, this with is myself. a you problem. This is me. I'm fully aware it's me that caused these problems for me. And now <laughs> we have to hear about them. God bless. <laughs> hey, you invited me onto an anime podcast. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I should have right. done my homework. I didn't do a background <laughs> check. You should have just read off my anime list and see what's triggered me. Oh, Hunter X, okay. Hunter, oh, can't talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, I can't do that. Not this. Huh? All right. Episode three. It uh, starts off with a, like, a little recap of the last scene of uh, Inchiko cutting open the mask and seeing it's Orihime's brother and him running off. And then uh, Rukia theorizes that there's a bigger hollow that's kind of controlling him. And that's when she says that a bigger hollow can capture a soul, like a, a soul with unfinished business, and turn them into a hollow. And if they do that, they have some sway over what that hollow does. Like, they can kind of mind control him a little bit. So, good to, good to know there's a hierarchy with these demons. And then we cut to Orihime and Tatsuki talking about food. 
Um, it's like a running joke that Orihime doesn't know how to cook, so Toski's family like cooks her food and Toski brings it over for her. Uh, and then we see a rip appear on that stuffed bear, and that's when they hear all the ghost uh, poltergeist noise going on. And then uh, cuts back to Ichigo uh, running across running across rooftops and like on power lines with Ruki on his back, and uh, they're trying to get to Orihime because once they realize it's her brother, they realize like oh she's probably going to be a target next. Uh, so when we cut back to the girls, we see Orihime holding the bear with a like cut on its head, and then we just see blood just appear in her hand, and then we see like a big like kind of translucent hand appear and like hit her, knock her out, and then grab Toski. So the hollow's here, but they can't see it. And uh, we see she gets like Orihime gets like knocked out right away, and then it, uh, Toski's like struggling to fight it, but she can't see what it is. She just knows something's there, and then uh, we see. Urahime kind of like wakes up and she can see the hollow now attacking Toski. And that's when you see the big chain coming out of her chest and you see her real body knocked out still on the floor. Mm. And this is Urahime's spirit now. Yeah, she was absolutely yeeted. Just <laughs> and then, straight uh, into another dimension. Exactly. Actually, yes. <laughs> Quite literally knocked the soul out of her. <laughs> and uh, we see Urahime goes to help Toski and like kind of like swings at the arm and trying to get Toski free. And that's when the hollow like sees her and starts talking to her, saying like, "Ah, Orihime, you forgot about me, and that's what turned me into this monster. Like it's your fault." He's you asking, like, woman, this is all <laughs> your fault. <laughs> Why your didn't f- you pray for me every day and throw your own life away? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, you uh, dare to move see- on, child. <laughs> And then we see Ichigo shows up just in time with the sword to block the hit. So he saves uh, Orihime from getting hit again. And uh, we hear we hear some of the music come in. Because, I'll say it after 16 years, Ichigo's theme is still a fucking bop. Yes. It still slaps hard as shit. It's like Disney Hercules level of hype. No, like, I, I wrote down, while I was watching the episodes, notes about the OST, because even now, it's still, like, cemented in my mind. And I even remember specific song, like, what they're called, uh, like, Nothing Can Be Explained, and Going Home, and Number One. Like, number one. after all these years, they're still just, like, burned into my brain. Yeah, d- despite all my problems with Bleach, I'll still just have, like, all the songs playing, like, in the background if I'm working or something. Mm. So, it, the music's rock solid. Uh, so yeah, Ichigo stops the hollow attack for a bit, and then the hollow like runs away, and we see him like fade into the other dimension. Another dimension we get in later seasons, but it's not well explained. It's just the reverse soul society. We won't get into it. <laughs> this uh, is the point of contention between time, Brendan man. and I. <laughs> I like the hollow world. It's uh, we won't get into that. That's the downhill of the series. <laughs> no, it's the best arc. Anyways, we're not going to do this. We're not going to get into this. We're not going to make <laughs> I everyone hear about this. it. Everyone says Soul Society arc is the best, but I think Waco Moto arc is the best. The end. I'm done. That was my 10 seconds. If I wanted to figure it like this, I'd go home and see my family once a year. Uh, <laughs> so it comes back, uh, cuts back to uh, Orihime, um, saying like, now that she's a spirit, she's effectively dead. So they're just kind of like, sorry, you're dead now. Uh, and then like while they're talking with Orihime, surprise, Ahalo's back. He, he just disappeared for a little second, and now he's back. And uh, smacks Ichigo out of the apartment building to get some distance from him. And that's when uh find out, like, uh, yeah, the hollow confesses, like, uh, he's Orihime's brother. 
and uh, he asks if Orihime has forgotten about him. And that's when she looks into his eyes and, like, through the big glowing red eyes, like, into his human eyes and recognizes him. And uh, it's Sora, her brother, and also Kingdom Hearts tie-in. Um, <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah, I went- was like, why aren't they saying his name? Because <laughs> they <laughs> exclusively for two episodes call him her brother. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter until the last ten minutes of this episode. <laughs> Um, so when Ichigo gets knocked out of the building, Ruki is there, like, picks him up and kind of gives him, like, the pep talk of, like, yeah, sack up, son. Yeah, step up and kill this motherfucker. Honestly, Ruki is a bad bitch. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Wife me, <And> please. So- <laughs> calm down. Calm down. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she says, like, yeah, he was her brother. He's now a monster. And there's really no way to save him besides killing the monster form. So you gotta do it. And... Uh, cuts back to Sora talking to Orihime, kind of saying like, yeah, he, uh, she was born when he was 15, and then their parents abandoned both of them? He doesn't say die, he says abandoned. So I A don't... tragic backstory. Orphans. Oh. What? I guess they're just like, hey, you know what, after the second kid, I think I'm fucking done. Let's just bounce. And, um, so Our work so- here is done. <laughs> <laughs> I produce them, I shall not care for them. Farewell, children. Um, yeah, so Sora says, like, he's basically raised her since he was 15, so he's more of a father figure to her than a brother, and that when he died, she was, like, 12 or something, and, uh, uh, she was praying for him every single day back when he, like, first died, and the prayers were what were, like, keeping him at peace, although he was still a ghost for all that time, so I don't think it really was peace, Mm. Still, you know, he didn't pass on, um, but it was keeping him, you know, from being so lonely. Yeah, this was uh, something, this was something I was curious about. hmm? If a soul reaper's job is seemingly to help whole souls move on to the soul society, why is there any opportunity for them to become hollow? Because soul reapers are shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's really, that's it. Like, they're just. Once, especially, they don't do their fucking job. No, and once you, like, the series in a later arc goes to the Soul Society and you learn more about how that works and, like, the whole thing is just super shitty. Great. <laughs> it very quickly stops being about you're a civil uh, servant that does a job to help these people in the real world and quickly becomes, here's some bureaucratic military bullshit and we never go back to the real world ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it very quickly loses track of like the what a soul reaper's duties are yeah they have like a very militarized system and like they don't do very much to help the suffering of the souls in the soul society and they kind of a lot of them seem incompetent especially the lower sounds ranking sounds like ones. america am i yeah. right yeah, <laughs> yeah. militaristic civil service that is ineffective and puts people in danger hmm. i mean there's a there's a few that are, like, super cool, but those are, like, the super high-ranking ones who don't really seem to go out and do much themselves. There's 24 of them, and we'll start reciting all of their names right now. I mean, from the first squad or from the 13th? Which we order? I'm not, I'm not even joking with you, Abby. We will not do that. I know. You'll it's get, you'll get to All it. soul reapers are bastards. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ace That's the title of the episode. Ace Rab. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, Sora's saying, like, uh, if Orihime still loves him, uh, she won't betray him again, and, uh, she'll let him go off and devour Ichigo and Rukia, uh, and then she'll go back to praying for him every day, 
and it's you know he's being super shitty but also he's a monster mode right now so like yeah it makes mm. sense why he's you know shitty um and then uh when she like he goes off to try and devour each goat she stops him like no wait don't like i'll pray for you but don't devour more people and he's like oh is that the game we're playing? And just start sh- like choking her. Like you betrayed me. Mm, you know, I give you one last try. Yeah, he's a monster. <laughs> quite yeah, literally. this was super uh, intense when I was in elementary school. Like I was watching this when I was like eleven. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Ichigo shows up at the last second to uh, cut off uh, Sora's arm and saves Orihime. And Ichigo gives this big empowered speech of like, "You want to know why Big Brothers are born first? So they can protect their younger siblings." That's not why. Like they're just That's born not. for it. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, so. Older siblings are their own people. It's true, it's but a lot of Ichigo's identity becomes kind of obsessively around protecting people and always being the strongest. So it makes sense that he would say something like that. It's almost like that's the only thing his identity becomes, and he loses all any other defining characteristics of himself. I'm done. No, uh, I, I no, I agree with you. He <laughs> becomes kind of bland. Uh, so yeah he gives that speech and then Sora talks about how, yeah, how he raised her since he was 15 and he's more of a father to her blah 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 uh, and then he notices the hairpin that Orihime's wearing it's this little like kind of snowflake uh, hairpins on the side of her hair and he gets flashbacks like, <gasps> it's awakened something <laughs> in his human heart and we just get a little montage of like Sora and Orihime like as they're growing up and he starts freaking out and he's trying to stop the hollow version of him and he kind of like uh, throws himself out the big hole in the building again. and Or no, he attacks Ichigo again when he's like freaking out. Ichigo knocks him back outside again. And <laughs> Ichigo goes to uh, attack him. And I know it happens a lot in anime. This one, I, you know, maybe it's my bias towards uh, Bleach, but I just noticed a lot of back and forth of like, Sora, Ichigo, Sora, Ichigo, Sora, Ichigo, Sora, Ichigo. Just <laughs> a lot of back and forth. And um, Sora sprays acid on Ichigo's hands to stop him, which I guess he can do now. And uh, <laughs> power up. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, then when Ichigo drops the sword, Sora goes to attack Orihime again. Or no, Sora goes to attack Ichigo again, and Orihime jumps in front of it and takes <gasps> the bite. Familiar. So she, she defends Ichigo, and because uh, he keeps getting in all these women's way, yeah, and trying to do shit. <laughs> uh, and uh, while she's being bitten, she hugs Sora and apologizes, saying like, uh, uh, "While you were dying on, you know." In the ambulance, I I prayed and asked for you to never leave me alone, and I feel like because of that ask, that's what forced you to stay around me, even as it goes for all these years. So she's mm. apologizing to him, and because um, again, it was all the girl's fault. It's all Orihime's fault. Don't worry, Orihime will get some uh, agency, and then will quickly lose it and become the damsel in distress for like four arcs. So um, like good. two two arcs, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Orihime says, like, oh, uh, Sora was the one that pulled her out of the way of the car the other day from a hit and run. So she actually didn't get hit by the car. She just got yanked away. Um, and she thought if she could prove that she's happy and that she's moved on with life and that she's able to, like, live without him, that it would ease his burden and allow him to pass on to the other side uh, so she wouldn't, so he wouldn't have to watch over it all the time. And it's he saw it as the opposite of her forgetting about him. And then uh, Sora starts fighting the hollow part of him and starts, like, resisting it. And Rukia says a soul devoured by a hollow uh, is controlled by that hollow. So Sora's fighting that hollow, that uh, that big voiceover hollow we saw in the last episode. Uh, and then we see Sora scream and freak out. It breaks the hollow mask off his face. And then Orihime passes out. Rukia says, as long as the chain of fate 
that's coming out of uh, uh, Orihime's chest is still connected. She can still return back to her body. Uh, but in the meantime, she casts a little keto spell and starts healing Orihime's soul again. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we see uh, the hairpin uh, flashes on Orihime. And Ichigo says, like, ah, her hairpins. She told me that was a gift from her brother. And she's worn them every day since he gave it to her. And uh, it's a way she always remembers Sora. And Sora grabs uh, Ichigo's sword that he dropped and just, like, puts it up to his throat. And he's like, all right, time to die. <laughs> Bye. Uh, mood. He figured <laughs> Big 2020 mood right there. Uh, also, I forgot to mention earlier, there is so much sword on teeth that was so uncomfortable for me. <laughs> no. Viscerally upsetting. The, just the thought of just a big blade cutting your teeth out. It's like, mm, nope. Yeah, the hollow mask is like all bone and, you know, real teethy, so that's a yeah. great attack. So, yeah, it's a lot, of, a lot Sorry. of teeth. Uh, but yeah, Sora's going to try and like you know end his life while he's still in control of the body before the Hollow takes back over. And Ichigo goes to stop him, and then Ruki goes to stop him from stopping him, and saying that uh, the Zanpakuto, the Soul Reaper Sword, uh, cleanses the souls of the Hollows they kill. So yes, they are killing them, but they are passing that soul on. Do those souls go to the Soul Society? Who knows? Do they go to hell? Then what's the point of uh, cleansing them as Hollows? Hey. Is there a middle ground? Is there some sort of limbo <laughs> they go to? Who knows? Hey, no, the Brendan, world building is garbage. We know the answer to this, because if they're cleansed through the Zanpakuto, then they do go to the Soul Society. But if they, as a living person, committed, like, terrible sins, then they go to hell. Because remember, we see a hollow go to hell. Like, the gates of hell open in a later episode, and it's actually really badass. But it's the only time we ever see the gates of hell. Yeah. Like, hell is never discussed after that anymore. Because it was a hollow who was a serial killer in life. So when he's cleansed as a hollow because he committed such atrocities when he was alive, he gets uh, sucked in by the gates of hell. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so uh, before Sora is able to kill himself, Orihime wakes up and tells Sora that um, the day that he died, the last thing she said to him was an argument. How cliche and uh it was an argument about the hairpin saying like ah she didn't like them they made her look childish so she didn't want to wear them she said they were ugly and then Sora goes to work and then Sora dies in in a traffic accident that day so she always felt bad that the last thing she said to him was an argument so she says now she's got a chance to you know tell her what she always wanted to tell him for all those years ago and she says have a good day brother like, wow! Thanks. Time <laughs> no, to kill no. myself. <laughs> all right, bye. I guess that See will you. last me for eternity. I legit <laughs> That's cried. All I wanted to hear. No, I like actually cried on that part the first time I was rewatching this in like March. I was sewing face masks because it's 2020, and <laughs> I had to stop sewing because my glasses fogged up because I started to cry. <laughs> it's because the, the song layered over this part is Going Home, and it's a particularly good track from the OST, and it just, like, hit. I don't know why, but it made me cry. <laughs> it hit different. It hit different. It hit different. Nostalgia, time, the despair of 2020 it, everyone's <laughs> really just, easy to cry it all just all came down on you abby yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah after she says that he's like thanks or and then stabs himself in the neck mm. <laughs> just, like i get the emotional significance of it it's just a, reciting it it's just funny <laughs> and um 
yeah, so we see him uh, stab himself with Ichigo's sword, and he turns to like blue and white butterflies and drifts away. And then Orihime just started bawling her eyes out. Mm. Uh, and then the next day at school, Orihime's telling all of her friends, saying like, yeah, this crazy sumo wrestler came into my apartment and blew up the wall. Just like rambling off some crazy story that no one believes. She's like, that's, you're talking nonsense. She's like, no, it's true. And Ichigo's talking to Ruki off to the side, like, what's happening there? She's like, oh, I gave her one of these. And it's like a little Pez dispenser looking thing that when she hits the button, it flashes, you know, like men in black. It erases the memory and replaces it with another memory. But they don't have control over what memory gets uh, replaces it. So she's like, yeah, she has a new memory. It's nonsense, but she doesn't remember all the hollow bullshit now. <laughs> so, If only it stayed I, that way. If Yeah. yeah. I, I just want a spin-off series where someone in this town is like wait so this person had a sumo wrestler <laughs> uh, blow up their house this person had an explosion i got to get to the bottom of this <laughs> <Just> investigate <laughs> it's a the true crime podcast it. <laughs> it's a podcast a Katakura town true crime like investigation <laughs> I mean, if we want to call back to it, in Darker Than Black, there's a detective who's trying to piece it all together of the main story, but he's a you know dumb, bumbling detective. So, like, you do get that in Darker Than Black, which is a good show, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, if that's in your opinion, honey. That's in my opinion. I could sense we did, some tension. We already tension. did that episode. We did that episode. It's done. We're moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Remind me. How many talking cats are introduced uh, randomly? One... Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> One no, too interesting. many. Interesting, interesting, okay. We don't even get to Cone in this show, who's a talking stuffed animal oh, and a piece of shit. I hate Cone. No, I actually oh. wrote in my notes on this last scene where Orihime is having lunch with the classmates, I wrote, Chizuru is so annoying and thankfully we hardly see her here. So that's a yeah. minor character who goes to school with them and I hate her so much and I'm so <laughs> glad she barely spoke in that scene. Yeah, the girls we see around Orihime are her friends. We see them a bit in the ending credit song, uh, like a lot of shots of them. None of them are relevant. No. Like, none of them do anything. So I don't know why they get a lot of attention in the first season. Um, and then, yeah, Rikia says, she's like, yeah, I replaced uh, Orihime's memories. This is what I did to your family the other night. So that's why they remember a truck crushing uh, into the building. And Ichigo says, he's like, I'm not ready to commit this whole to this whole Soul Reaper bullshit but I can't just stand around and let people get hurt. So I guess I'll commit to it. <laughs> and that's episode three. Ta-da! Here we are. Ah, here we are. We're 347 episodes early, and we can just stop right now. <laughs> so what did you think? Oh, God. Are we there yet? Probably not. <laughs> it's definitely more lighthearted than I thought it was going to be because just with the such uh, self-serious artwork, which was my only exposure to it, I thought mm. it was just going to be extremely uh, edgy, next. emo, uh, early 2000s, mm. uh, everything is the stakes of everything's going to explode. But this was a lot more down to earth that mm. I was liking. Uh but yeah, just knowing that there's uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes waiting is uh, intimidating. And from the sounds of it, it doesn't stay this fun. So uh, yeah, I'm probably... Uh, I didn't dislike it as much as I thought I was going to based on Brendan's uh, <laughs> warnings. Well, no. That's my baggage. That's my personal stick. Brendan... 
Oh, no. Brandon just sent us a picture no. of something really cursed that happens later oh, in the boy. show. Why would you oh, even no. do that to us, Brandon? He just sent to us a picture. To give them a love that. <laughs> to give them a taste of what's to come. He sent a picture of Mayuri's Bankai, and it is a giant baby worm caterpillar thing, and it's terrible. It's as and bad as it poison. sounds. <laughs> it's, it's a rough ride. It's a rough go at things. And we, yeah, we get, once it gets to the Soul Society, all, all oh, semblance boy. of a plot is that, on the rails. That's a friend. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> this is a friend. Dana, I, like, I've said it before, Bleach has good music and some great character designs. Yes. There is nothing else there, though. <laughs> so, like, this character, I was it Miyori you said his name was? Mayuri. Uh, Mayuri. Um. He changes like every time you see him, and it's just super crazy and insane. And mm. I love him. He's a great character. I hate he's him. A, he's a amoral <laughs> piece of garbage, but he's like the mad scientist type. And it's like he's very entertaining, but God, do they do nothing with him? And it's just disappointing. I think the downfall of a series like Bleach is kind of similar to other like really long running shonen series in that they introduce a huge cast, and a lot of them mm-hmm. are really interesting, but because the cast is so large, a lot of them don't end up really being... A lot of them end up immaterial. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a big thing with Shonen, yeah. Yes, like there's a ton of characters in Bleach that I love. Like one of the ones that I really love is Hanakuro. Totally immaterial. He's a soul reaper. He's basically a medic. He's like really shy and wimpy. And yeah, he's not really that important, but I love him. And it's just one of those series where you'll pick a couple of weird minor characters and be like, I love you. And then you never see them again. <laughs> One of my favorites is a captain of the 13 guard who's oh, just a Kamamura. dog person. He's just a dog, and that's never explained. And yeah. he gets no airtime. His uh uh Zom uh Zombakto, it's the what's the first one? Kikai? Shikai? Shikai. It's Shikai and Bakai. Shikai and Bakai are essentially the same thing, so he gets gypped power wise too. Like he gets shafted so fucking hard and he's the coolest looking character, and it's bullshit. Well, I think you should explain what Shikai and Bankai are, because I don't think... I don't want to. <laughs> Basically... Oh, uh, my timer. Uh, quick. First level... Shikai is your first level attack. Bankai is your, like, huge, crazy, pull out all the stops, like, mega attack. But it's supposed to be super rare, and only the strongest Shinigami and Soul Reaper have them. But, of course, later on in the series, they're, you know, like thrown Freya. out to everybody like you're at an Oprah show. <laughs> it's... Uh... I got problems. What a time. You know, <laughs> I this show isn't for me. I don't think it would have been even if I watched it when I was younger. But mm-hmm. I would much rather listen to Abby talk about it <laughs> than watch any more of it. Because I've said this before, like when we watched Kuroko no Basuke and when we watched, well, I love Natsume's Book of Friends, but Aww. listening to Brian talk about Natsume's Book of Friends. Yes! I just, I just love listening to people talk about shows that they love. So I would much rather just sit down with Abby and just have her tell me the entire story, <laughs> of arc by arc, and tell me you don't want to hear. I'll be across town with Brendan, just uh, head in my hands, just getting Drinking. screamed at. <laughs> Another thing, and Dana and I are about to rah, rah, rah. Dana and I will be like enjoying some nice iced tea and just having a, mm-hmm. a chill conversation, and Brendan will just be I will slamming have whiskey. Cupcakes. Yes. <laughs> I will be slamming whiskey just to endure. (laughs) The major thing is Brendan and I mostly agree about our opinions on the series, but I've just hit a point where I know that it's shitty, but I just love it anyway. It's a similar Mm -hmm. uh, 
I don't know, this is a video game, but it's a similar relationship I have with the video game Drakengard 3. Um, it's, Uh-oh. it's an old, like, PS2 or ti- PS3 title. I don't remember. It's bad, but it's one of my favorite video games. But if someone were to be like, should I play it? I'd be like, absolutely not. So if someone's like, should I watch all 366 episodes of Bleach? I'd be like, probably not. But I did. <laughs> if I can do it. Uh, you, you got can. out when the getting was good. Yeah. I, I stayed in too long. I want to know Same opinions. Favorite- it's a matter of feelings. Mm. Yeah. Dan, are you telling me you don't want to hear some straight white cis nerd angrily yell about something that does not fucking matter on the internet all day? <laughs> well, so here's the thing. <laughs> That's the internet. That's like all the internet. That's true. And here I am doing it (laughs) on a podcast. This podcast may not be for you, but might I recommend a thousand other anime podcasts? (laughs) I mean, like, you you checked off, like, two diversity boxes with me. I'm gay and I'm Mexican. So, hey. Wow. Hey. (laughs) We're making it. I mean, I'm non-binary. We're making it happen. We're trying hard. (laughs) finally more <laughs> queer folks yes <laughs> yeah actually i gotta say i have to say one of the reasons i hate the character of chizuru is she's like that old uh like i can grab your tits because we're both girls yeah she's like no, a predatory lesbian stereotype oh, and i no. it has it was never good in the first place but it definitely hasn't aged well um so every time i saw her again in the rewatch i forgot she existed and every time she came on screen i was like no 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 <laughs> Dang it. Don't yeah, it's bad. Get out of here. It's bad. Let Orihime and Tusky be happy. Leave them alone. I know. <laughs> well, thank you for enduring. Okay. I'm, I'm sure it was super, like, your favorite anime you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Better than Beastars. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Dugan's favorite. That's the most he's watched. I know. It's good. The, uh, I've seen more of my love story than I've seen Beastars, because there is more of my love story than Beastars. <laughs> uh, but, but you yeah. didn't finish either, so... Oh. <laughs> you know what? You know, maybe maybe Dugan will pull it out and just be like, I watched all 366 episodes of Bleach. <laughs> I'll put money right down to say he won't. No, he won't. I do. I'm so tempted all the time to just in secret be like, oh, yeah, I watched all of One Piece and just subtly drop it (laughs) just in like episode one. Probably by that point, if I do it, episode 500 of this podcast. (laughs) uh, This character is just like Doflamingo. What? Uh, But yeah, thank you so much for joining us and and bringing the joyful side of Bleach. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I knew you'd need someone to like beat back Brendan's like because Brendan and I agree but we have different ways of expressing it for sure (laughs) oh god yeah we do you made it Brendan thank you for coming thank you for coming on thank you for enduring this episode listeners thank you for enduring me most of all thank you for putting up with me for 101 episodes blanket statement have like a bonus episode of just Brendan and I like ranting about bleach That'll be a four-hour oh, podcast. I'd love that. Yes. <laughs> we'll have a structured debate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. the reverse of a Patreon. You have to pay to stop hearing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You guys would get so much money. <laughs> we will we will flood the main feed with it unless our Patreon hits $1,000 a month. Uh, but, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you online? 
Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I don't have very much social media, but you can find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is peachings, um, P-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-S, and it's mostly cosplay-oriented. It uh, hasn't been super active because cons have, uh, they've gone away, but that's where you can find me. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Uh, If there's a show you, the listener, would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us. Our email is arewetheryet at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, arewetheryet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. Find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. Stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also rant about Bleach on. Sorry. <laughs> There's no escape. There really isn't. <laughs> uh, thank you to Camille Rulli for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Don't even get me started about the Quincy! Come on! <laughs>